Youth in Leadership and Exploits Conference 2021. Theme, Emerging a Leader and Financial Giant, powered by Fairhaven's Christian Center. Every opportunity to speak to young people is an opportunity to invest in a life. And it is from that mindset that I want to uh, share my thought with you this afternoon on how to develop a professional you. That's the topic I have before me. Uh, I'm not going to spend a long time. I don't talk too much. <laughs> but I will hit a few key things. And I believe that the Lord will use this forum to help us and bless someone. Please, can we say a word of prayer? Father, in Jesus' name, we appreciate you for another opportunity in your presence. Thank you for your word. Your word brings life, brings light. I pray that this afternoon you will bring light to someone. Someone whose heart is open to hear from you. Father, speak your word to someone in Jesus' name. These words that we are hearing, let it be seed that will germinate and grow and become something great and wonderful in our lives in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. So, the topic is how to develop a professional you. And in the few minutes I've spent here, I've had quite a lot from Brother Diolu as well as uh, uh, Bishop. They've said a, a few things, key things that I will emphasize on in today's discussion. So briefly, I'm going to take the following approach. I will introduce this topic, what, I, what am I talking about? I will give you three ingredients of professionalism. So when we talk about professionalism, what are the core ingredients that should be there in somebody you call a professional? Then I'm going to give you a couple of practical tips, steps by step. What are the things you need to focus on to really demonstrate that principle of being a professional? Now, let me start by saying God is deeply interested in your career. When God sent you out here into the world, he sent you for a purpose. He sent me for a purpose. That purpose that we are here to achieve is God's design for us to add value to our world. So you didn't just come here. Everybody has a purpose. Irrespective of what you think your situation is now, Maybe you have not started engaging yourself, you have not started achieving anything, and you are asking yourself, what am I doing here? I'm a failure. That's not true. Every single one of us here was sent here with a purpose. It is your responsibility to identify that purpose in God and pursue it. So God is interested in your profession. God is interested in your career. Because he desires, he said, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So it's not just about soul prosperity. It's also about prosperity all around in every aspect of our lives. So in your career, in your work, everything that you do, God wants you to be competent. God wants you to be a professional. And I'm going to expand what it means to be a professional. Now, a professional is someone who displays high levels of expertise and efficiency in the performance of his duty. I love, pastor has mentioned two people in the Bible. You know, some of these words that we use in management, in motivation, we brought them all from the Bible. 
Even though the Bible didn't use those exact words. The whole life of Joseph in the Bible, and Pastor mentioned it, is the life of a professional. The whole life of Joseph. And I, the two of them mentioned Joseph. And that was in my own <laughs> discussion already. Check Joseph's life. That is who you mean by a professional. Somebody who does everything he does with expertise and with efficiency. A professional is someone who has character. So three ingredients that you would like to see in a profession. And I tell you, these are the three ingredients lacking in almost every aspect of life in our nation, Nigeria, today. In leadership, in followership, in daily life, these three ingredients, are, they are lacking. And that's why the country is the way it is today. What are those three ingredients? The first one is character. Look, ladies and gentlemen, young men, young women, if you don't have anything in life, have character. Character will make you. It's a matter of time. Have character. Character means that sense of accountability, honesty, integrity. Character is my word is my book. Can people trust you? Somebody was discussing with me one of the um, supermarkets where I shop in my area. And one of the guys, one of the attendants, has stolen their money recently. So he was telling me how it happened. And I said, look, I hear this every day in Nigeria. In my estate, our estate manager, he has defrauded, he has stolen money. Two estate managers within two years. Young people like you and me. Later we will say, no job opportunities in Nigeria. Nigeria is bad. Nigeria is not good. Do you have character? To be able to get a job and hold on to that job and sustain it and grow with it. Character, look, go and pray to God. If that is the only thing you want him to get character, every other thing will follow. Professionals always tell the truth and never compromise their values. They will do the right thing at all times and in all circumstances, even if it means others will disagree and disapprove. For those of us who are working in corporate organizations, you will meet situations all through your lives where your character will be tested. Character will be tested. Be a person of character. And that's especially for those of us who are children of God. You must be a person of character. Two, competence. A professional is a competent person. One of the key definitions of professional, in fact, when you hear the word professional, the next word that should come to your head is expertise. It must be an expert before I call you a professional. I see this. I've been a Christian since I was 16. So, like in the age of many of you, I gave my life to Christ. I see this thing in church among us Christians. We want to use spirituality to cover competence. God doesn't work like that. As a Christian, as a child of God, you should be the best in your field. <clears throat> when you walk in the office, if nobody else is succeeding, if nobody else is doing well, they should say, say something about those ones, those people that are Christians. There's something about him. That's what they said about Joseph. They said there's, there's a spirit inside this man that we can't understand that drives, that makes him to achieve success. You must be competent. That means you need to study, you need to learn, take a profession, learn it to become an expert. Many years ago, as a young man, 
I read a book. You mentioned Brian Tracy. Some of the books are absent. He said, look, if you study for one hour a day in your chosen profession, <clears throat> within one year, you will just rise to the top, top 3% of your profession anywhere in the world. When I saw that, I said, wow, is this true? I said, I took it a challenge. I said, every day I must study something in my profession. I've chosen finance and accounting and management as my area. I will study that area. Let me see how far I go. Ladies and gentlemen, today, if I'm, I don't think I'm less than 3% in my profession in Nigeria today. Because I then took it upon myself to build myself, to develop myself, to develop my competence. Christian boy, Christian woman, please be a person of competence. Anything you have chosen to do, do it with all your might as unto the Lord, not unto man. And the grace of God will be upon you. My pastor gives this illustration. He said, you are a Christian, a carpenter, or a designer, furniture maker. When you make your furniture, three legs are touching the ground. The one is, one is not touching the ground. And then you are using anointing. In Jesus' name, you must say, no, no. You are misplacing your prayer. The first prayer is, Lord, let me look at the Bible now. The Bible talks about people. God gave them skills in all manners of work, in iron casting. God is a God of skill. Talking about David, God said, God, he, he, he taught him skill. He was skillful in everything he, do, he, he did. Even with the, the use of his sling. You think it was just one day that he started using sling? The day he used this for Goliath. It was just that small spot alone that was open in Goliath. The whole body was covered. One small spot in the head of that was the only place that was available. And he targeted it and got it. Now, that man has been trying that sling for years. And has been using it for years. On your skill, brothers and sisters, be an expert in what you do. When you are talking about, I talk about this, it's not for pride. And I say, in my chosen profession, anywhere in the world, if I talk to you in 10 minutes, you, need, you must know that this guy, <laughs> he didn't start today. It's a product of your own self-development. You must be a competent person. Ford, service. Everything we are talking about today, what is the essence of what you know, of your professionalism, of your character? If you are not going to serve people with it, if you are not going to serve your community with it, you are not going to serve your country with it. Look at our, our politicians. So do you see why the country is failing? People get to a position of authority, not because they are going there to serve, but they are going there to serve themselves. And that's why we are running into this kind of trouble. In your mind as a professional from the beginning, put it at the back of your mind, you are there to serve. God gives you everything you have to serve. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about? <laughs> so the whole essence of the anointing. and the, That's his final summary of that statement. Who went about doing good? The essence of the anointing, the grace of God, the character, the skills, the capacity that God is giving you and will give you is to go serve your community, to serve your country, to add value. When a Christian is in a position of authority, we should know the difference. I'm disappointed sometimes. We say somebody is a Christian and then he becomes governor. And he's even worse than the people who didn't him. So where is your Christianity? What's the value of your faith in everything that you are doing? Hallelujah. So, three things I mentioned. 
Key ingredients, one, character. Two, competence. Three, service. Let me talk about competence. Even as you develop yourself as a young person, as a student, I can tell you, I did enough to be competent in my chosen profession. I told pastor, I said, it was, I was 19 when I decided I wanted to be a chartered accountant. When I left university, I, I started to study. No, two years I studied that I can't exam. I don't know. There was no course that I did. I did not use my money. I, I didn't have a lot of money. I was just earning small money, 2,500 per, per month. I must buy a textbook for every course that I was reading. Apart from the notes that I got in my class, apart from the handouts they gave me in class, I had a textbook that I read as to add. I wrote those exams two straight years, four straight diets. It was not, at that time it looked impossible. Why? I put my effort. You know why? I wanted to be competent. So that in future, when I start talking as an accountant, you must, this guy knows what he's talking about. That's who you should be, irrespective of your profession. So I'm going to give us just eight tips, very fast, that now breaks down these three major things that I've said, and I will round up on that. One, I've said it, develop your skill. After living here today, write down a few things, three things you will do to develop your skill. Read, study, go for courses. In the area of your business, what you don't know, you can learn it. Go on the internet. Go for training. Go to go, go somewhere. Improve on yourself. Two, build your professional relationship. Those that are the closest to you will define where you go in life. So if you have a professional mindset like this, you need to run away from people who don't have the same kind of mindset. My pastor said this many years ago, and I've not forgotten to tell you how it hit me. He said, identify the five closest people to you in your life. I didn't know what he was getting about. Your wife is one of them, because it's, or your husband, if you are married. Your children, count them as one. Your pastor is another one, because he speaks to your life every day. Then look at your friends and your closest people to you. Look at the five closest people to you, and I'm asking you to do that in your mind. He summarized, he said, you are looking at your future. Wow. I said, wow. And it is true. Because those people will either influence you, allow you to go up, or they drag you down. So if you have relationships today that are not lifting you up, stop it. Stop. No, you don't need to befriend everybody. You can greet them. They are not your enemies. But they don't need to be the closest people to you. Go, go and pray. God bless you. But the closest people to you should be people who influence your life positively. Yes, people who are not satisfied with little. When you are a student, don't go and walk around with the NFAs. In our days, we used to call them NFAs. No future ambition. Go with the people that they call Ficos, who are always going to class to study. To those are the people, the person leading class, those are the people that should be your friend. Because somewhere along the line, they will influence you. How, you are, how they are doing things. Hallelujah. Three. Present yourself in a professional manner all the time. Some people say, when you are in church, it doesn't matter. Just the God sees the way. It doesn't it matters. Appear professionally. Especially in this corporate, the world is moving. I go to interviews and I see somebody. Somebody is coming for a professional interview. Those things, we, there is a score for dressing. 
an interview. I've been a consultant for more than 15 years. There is a mark for the way you appear during the interview. That might be the difference between two very good candidates who are equally knowledgeable. Be professional, up to even your appearance. There are people when they come, they want to do, you want to give them a job and they come. Inside your mind, you have, they have not spoken to you. Say, this man, he doesn't, look, he doesn't look like he will be able to, he can't be good. He's good though, but the way he looks doesn't match the quality of a professional. Look the part, dress well, look like a professional. You don't need to have a lot of money to look well. It's about wisdom. The few clothes you wear, wash them, iron them. Look beautiful, look good. Guard your integrity as a sacred thing. Be a person of integrity, I've mentioned that. Focus on your goals. No, this is important. Two things. If I say focus on your goals, I'm assuming you already have goals. Dreams do come true. If this is the only thing you will hear today, please write it down. Dreams do come true. Set a, have a dream today. Set goals to become a professional in your field in Nigeria in the next couple of years. I was talking to my wife yesterday but I was busy doing a lot of work. I said, look, I have a lot of work I'm doing. I'm rounding up the dissertation of my PhD. <clears throat> so I was telling my wife. And immediately that thing, something just struck me. I said, madam, do you remember I told you this story? That I decided many years ago, about 30 years ago, I wrote it in one of my diaries to have a PhD in economics 30 years ago. In a couple of months, it's about to be actualized. At some point, I thought it was gone because but once you say have a dream, write down a goal, it appears that the spirit of God just takes it over and ensures that somewhere along the line, that thing becomes a reality in your life. You must be a person of dreams and goals. Today, after you get home, write your dreams about your future down. It becomes a reality. You know the interesting part of it, and I say, ah, but yeah, I wrote that dream that I said I wanted to be, to have a PhD in economics. But do you know, I'm doing it in finance. Immediately, the Holy Spirit told me, okay, your first class in finance when you were in the UK, what did your lecturer tell you? He said, finance is actually called financial economics. So really, even the content of the dream was exactly what I wrote down that is something years ago. Not only am I pursuing my PhD, it is even in what I wrote down 30 years ago. How long 30 years? Yeah, the Spirit of God ensured that their goals, goals are still getting accomplished. Write your goals down. Have a vision. This country is tough. The environment in this country can make you to think that there is no future. What you see today becomes a reality in your life in the future. Concentrate on your on results. So when you are in the workplace, it is not that I go to the office or I go to the office every day. I see people, they tell me in the office, okay, why are you not promoting me? Why are you not promoting me? I ask you, what did you achieve over the last one year? And you know, I always come to the office. They don't promote people because you come to the office. You must come to the office first. What you, it is the achievement of deliverables that make people to promote you. So when you get to any place of work, you don't, they don't need to tell you. Any job they give you, do it and do it well and do some more. And ask, before you finish, you say, I'll finish the one you've given me. Ah, after a while, they say, this one, the job is too small for the man. So they will increase the size of your, 
By the time you they increase the capacity of your, you can't be on the same level that you have become a supervisor. You don't need to ask for promotion. Promotion comes. You will be promoted when you concentrate on results. Deliver in your office. Over deliver at all times. Automatically, you will be promoted. Be a problem solver. <clears throat> oh, God has given children, his children capacity to solve problems. That's the whole essence of the anointing. So we Christians, many times we make the mistake. When God anoints you, you think it is just so that you touch people and they will be falling down. <laughs> it's to solve problem. Every anointed person in the Bible was anointed to solve a problem. David was anointed. He killed Goliath. Joseph was anointed. He, he saw a dream. Interpreted a dream. Got the gift of uh, administration. And saved the whole nation. Everybody that has anointed the grace of God upon their life, it is to solve a problem. What problem are you solving for Nigeria. I was asking that question in my, one of my forums today for my classmates in the university. I said, because I, I had a small article about India, how India was, uh, well, faced a lot of challenges years back. Today, India is growing. One of the countries with the largest food production basket in the world now. I was asking my classmates, I said, when are we going to rewrite the story of Nigeria? We need to solve the problem of Nigeria. Don't concentrate on the challenges of Nigeria. Concentrate on the solution to those challenges. Because God has given us the grace to solve those problems. I have two more, and I round up. Invest in yourself continually. Self-development is the most important kind of development that you will ever have. Yourself. When I get to my companies, they say, eh, they don't send people on training in this company. They have only attended what training. What is the training you are sending for yourself? <laughs> and so early in life, I learned that. There was no time. For the last 20 years, once I take a course, I finish the course, the course is finished. One month after, I will be asking myself, I'll finish that one now. So what will I do? I will sit down. I'll take another one. I wasn't studying those things to look for a job oh. Just because I know that every single, every additional course I take, every, every, things, every new article I read, every new material, I'm already improving the quality of myself. I didn't know when I've written four professional exams. Wow. <laughs> I'm on my fourth or fifth degree. I'm not using it to look for a job. I don't need the job. The PhD I'm doing here, that's not what I'm doing. I'm not going to look for a job for it. I didn't know when I started. <laughs> and I'm almost finishing but because I know every single one has something to me, to my life. Make self-development a part of your life. If I had, if I calculate the amount of money I spent for those courses, I can in Nigeria, ACCA abroad, uh, CIS in Nigeria, CIA abroad, first degree in IFE, second degree Oxford Brooks, second degree etc. <laughs> second degree if I don't, if I like 10. I don't talk about them. I don't, it's, it's, they are not important to me. As much as the value, the development, those things have given me over the years. Half of your salary, use half of it to develop yourself. It will show in a matter of a few years. Two years, three, your supervisor, there is something different. The competence level is different. What are you doing to yourself? Spend money to develop yourself. 
I thank God I did that. Very early in life, when I didn't have money, that was when I was writing. I used to borrow money from the, co- the loan from the office to pay for my account exam. Today, <laughs> has it paid me? Oh, don't let me talk about it. It has paid me over and over again. Commit to excellence. Excellence means unending improvement. Whatever level you get to today, you can do better. That is why the more developed countries of the world are always ahead of us. Once they produce a, an electronic in Japan today and put it in the market, somebody is not happy. That this thing is too big. It should be smaller. That's why in one, one year's time, that one is becoming an old model. Of continuous development. Unfortunately, our culture in Africa, we don't have that. The whole we were using. When I was a seven-year-old, and I used to follow grandpa to the farm. When I go to the village now, that's the whole, how can, how can that be? 50 years ago, unending improvement. You should never be satisfied about your own level of development. There's something more you can have to eat tomorrow. The last point here, get the job done fast. I mentioned two words. Effectiveness and efficiency, the two of them are important. When you want to do the job itself, how long does it take you? Do it fast. The way the world is going, everything needs to be faster. Faster. The customer wants the result tomorrow, just immediately. Do the job and do it fast. Be quick. Don't procrastinate. The course you want to write, that you are determined to write, don't push it again to next year. That way you will not achieve. Start it. Immediately you have it, start it and do it. Move fast. Move. Look, there is a whole lot of opportunities ahead of you. But you need to be effective. You need to be efficient. I want to summarize. Ladies and gentlemen, what I've been talking about is not about gathering a lot of certificate. It is the attitude of a professional. The attitude, if you can do it, is beautiful, it's lovely. But that's not the important thing. The most important thing is develop that habit, that attitude of a professional. Look, in my office, one of the things you first know me, for people who, who, who report to me, is that when you, know, you write a letter and you want me to vet and sign off for the company, sometimes people write letters five times before it is approved. Once I see a mistake there, I say, sorry. Once this thing that will carry my signature, I'm very conscious of where my signature goes anywhere in the world. It's an attitude. After I was up, people started getting, so before you send a letter to me to sign, it's like an exam. You do exam for yourself. You go and tell because it won't go. I had a guy who walked me later. He said, Mr. Jali, you, you developed me. I said, why? He said, I used, you forgot it. I used to write your letter to you eight times. Because each time you see one that, instead of went, it is gone. You know, Mr. Jali will not sign it. Because somebody will read it tomorrow. Is it the same, is it the same Mr. Jali? With all of his certificate, he can't. He's using went for gone. No, no, no. Commit to excellence. Abi, recently, few weeks ago, few weeks ago, anything that will be related to you, let it be excellent. You have the spirit of excellence as a child of God. So I got used to it. So even when I'm doing assignment. Although my university assignment online, online, I can rewrite it three times myself. I will read it tomorrow again. Ah, this is page one. By the time it comes out, 
No wonder, well, no wonder I, I will pass it. <laughs> I will pass it and pass it. Commit to excellence. Don't do sloppy job. You are a professional. A professional is an expert in rounding up. If there is anybody who has the grace to really be a professional, indeed, and is a child of God, you already have the spirit of excellence in you. The Bible says he will teach you all things, not just spiritual things. So, I was sharing with my brethren, and I will run up with this. Years ago, I will get to the church. You know, to worship God. I just noticed that once I get to church, all kinds of ideas will cast out me. What I can do to improve myself? I say, spirit of the devil. <laughs> Stop. I didn't know it was God. When you are in the environment when the Holy Spirit is active, it gives you wisdom. It gives you idea. The solution to the problem of your office, it will give it to you. I have a diary. I always carry a diary. Since that time, and then a man of God came. Uh, what's the name of this man? Huh? You remember his name? Um, you remember Adler? Adler so called. Leke, Leke Alda. Now came to this time. I mentioned that thing. I said, look, when you are in the university, those people will be giving you idea, even while you are in service. That is what you are looking for. Be judging the... I said, wow, I've been missing. I didn't know. The best ideas of my life have come when I'm in church. I will sit down, the Holy Spirit will tell me what to do, how to move about it. When you get that problem, write the memo like this. Oh my goodness, I keep on. I get to the I implement it, and I look like a superstar. <laughs> so, children of God, you have extra grace because you are a child of God, because you have the Holy Spirit. Everything we talk about about being a professional should be easy for us because beyond our natural capacity, there is supernatural ability that God has given you. So ladies and gentlemen, I want to challenge you. I want to see some of you later in the next few years, two years, five years, ten years, coming back with a testimony of the grace of God that indeed this message has touched you and you are adding value to this nation as a professional. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you very much. Powered by Fairhaven's Christian Center.